This is the Morning Dota Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the first ever episode of the Morning Donut Podcast, where we talk all things tech and pop culture. We are your hosts. I'm Carlos. Along with me is Dano and Juan. What's up, guys? What's up? Hey, hey. How's it going? How's everyone doing? Not too bad, considering the circumstances. Yeah, so um, depending on when you're listening to this, uh, we are currently all in lockdown because there is something going on called uh, COVID-19. Uh, well, we're not allowed to leave our houses. So um, it's fun that our very first ever recording is coming this way where we are all socially distanced and we're doing this remote. Um, but we're going to work through it. It's going to be fun. How are you guys holding up during all this? <laughs> we'll make it work. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So tell you little guys about what we're doing here. Um, we love nerdy stuff, right? So we're going to talk about tech. We're going to talk about pop culture stuff uh, that we're just into and hopefully uh, you guys are into it as well and you'll be able to uh, come along with us for this ride uh, so what are we talking about today guys uh, I guess quarantine stuff right I mean yeah the world's the world's a different place today compared to what it was back in February so I mean a lot of things have changed people are working from home different uh, kids are home from school people are at home just doing whatever they can to keep themselves entertained yeah man a lot of working from home a lot of streaming danny what's up with you what you got going on same thing it's a very surreal moment it really is right it's, kind of, it's crazy it's absolutely crazy um so yeah so we're gonna we're gonna cover some stuff you know like you know what are think what are people doing these days uh during this lockdown right you're not allowed to go anywhere a lot of people are working from home uh, a lot of people are trying to find things to do and you know how does like tech and you know, pop culture kind of play into that. Because uh, actually, you know what? Technology kind of makes stuff like this uh, a little bit more palatable, I guess you can say, right? I mean, it's a little bit easier to stay connected with people and still be with people without being with people. You know what I mean? So I think technology is plays a really big role in making it a little bit more, I guess, tolerable. Because some people are having a really hard time not being able to go outside. <laughs> Well, I mean, agreed. Speaking from you know, back when we were younger, I mean, think about the times we we're in compared to back then. If a quarantine happened back then, how inconvenient it would have been back then. I mean, nowadays we have so oh, much man, tech yeah. that makes it possible for us to stay in indoors and work, learn, you know, watch movies, stuff like that. So the times yeah, are definitely. perfect for what's going on, though. Yeah, and it's a good that's a good agree. point too, man. Think about like how if this happened say back in the, you know, mid 90s or 80s or whatever, you know, what would people have done? Because obviously you you don't you don't know, you you don't miss what you don't know, so it's not like you'd be, "Oh, I'm so bored, I wish I can watch such and such on Netflix or whatever." You know, that stuff didn't exist. It's a really good yeah. point. I'm really curious how that would have affected everyone back then. Yeah, you'd have to bust out the VHS tapes. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Cuz that'd be really hard. Imagine it's like, oh, I can't even go to Blockbuster and rent my favorite movie or my favorite, you know, video game or whatever because yeah. it's closed. It's not considered essential business. So now you can't go to it. That'd yep. be wild. That'd be really wild. So we're lucky. Yeah. I think we're lucky. Yeah, we're very lucky. Yeah. All right. So um, first topic, I think, is the, that interests me was the, you know, kind of the explosion of uh, video chat. You know, video chat has really been on the rise. Obviously, people want to still be connected human beings are very social they still want to talk to people 
And, you know, one of the biggest, I think one of the biggest ones that spiked up was, was Zoom, right? You know, that's the one that a lot of people jumped on, including businesses, which I thought was really interesting. Most, most businesses already have some kind of video conferencing established. Um, but Zoom has also been really big with, um, with the private sector as well, just people doing it themselves. Have any of you guys used that at all? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, Zoom, we've been using it. We use quite a bit. Um, Personally or at work? Um, at work. Oh, cool. But not within our company, With when we deal with other companies that use Zoom. Right. We, so we, more we like mean, externals, right? Yeah. But yeah. That, that actually changed. We stopped using that. And now um, we're having, if we have a meeting with them, we have to use our own, not use their, their application. Oh, like, like, like what do you guys use normally? A WebEx. Mm. WebEx team. WebEx. Yeah. yeah. yeah so... Which My, actually I like better. Yeah, yeah, me too. Myself and uh, <laughs> myself and Danny, we uh, we both work for um, pretty big corporations, and you know we already because of that we have our um, already kind of built in web conferencing because that's something that's already been there. I know for you know me myself, we use a mixture of WebEx and Google Meet, um, and sometimes some people like to use Google Meet, some people like to use WebEx, but we use both within our organization. And we've definitely done some Zoom stuff when we're dealing with externals, kind of the same way that you just mentioned. So that's interesting mm-hmm. how they kind of line up that way. But for us, yep. it's a mix. It's a mix of the two, WebEx and Google Meet. What about you, Juan? Have you done anything like that with work or do you guys have anything official that you use? Uh, in my job, we work with, um, we have Skype, but they're phasing that out and they're throwing us onto WebEx teams. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. So the past seven weeks i've been on furlough from work but mm-hmm. this week we had a meeting a return to work meeting and that was done on webex team so that's what we use um i don't think they want us using zoom obviously because yeah. of some of the issues they had that you know we'll be talking about here in, in a bit but um and then we us three did a zoom meeting a few weeks ago you know trying to prep yeah. for everything so i mean it's you know there's it's a lot bad. of a lot of tools out there for people to use yeah, I mean, I like I can see why people liked using Zoom or why Zoom exploded so fast uh, because it's it's really easy to use. It's pretty intuitive. Um, I, when when the three of us used it to have a little meeting, it it worked really good, right? I mean, I, I enjoyed it. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, right now for this particular call that we're on, we're we're using Google Meet, which you know is uh, I also like as well. Uh, but Zoom, you know, it's it's limited. If you have the free version, I think it's like what was it like forty five minutes or something like that. That all you yeah. can have. Um, but so there's some limitations there, but looking at the explosion of zoom, you know, in the, in the month of March, uh, zoom was downloaded, you know, 26.9 million times, uh, versus you look at something like Skype, which was downloaded 6.2 million times. And there's a new app called house party, which I've I've actually used. It's a lot of fun. Uh, 5.1 million in the month of March, 2020. Um, but wow. when it comes to daily active users, nothing is still touching Skype. Skype is almost at 60 million daily active users. And I'm assuming that's worldwide versus Zoom's daily active users around 4.3 million. Well, so, Skype comes yeah. part of Microsoft, right? I mean, it comes in with your, yes. if you have an Outlook account or an old Hotmail account. So it's, that's probably why the usage is still so high because people are mm-hmm. it's embedded using their, their emails. Software. Yeah. Yeah, even computers, right? You buy a new computer, it's probably going to be preloaded with Skype on there. Unless you built your own computer, it's going to have probably it's probably going to have uh, Skype yeah. preloaded on there. Right. I can't remember the last time I used Skype. It's been around forever. I I used it back in the day, but 
I can't I can't remember the last time I made a <laughs> made a Skype call. It's crazy. All right, so Zoom security issues, kind of crazy stuff. People doing uh, something called <coughs> Zoom bombing. Um, yeah, that's pretty much. <laughs> well, someone I mean, just. The, the- the whole thing with their the way that their setup was was there was no security protocols. Right. There was no pass. I mean, it it was very it was, and you could tell that because of the explosion of the downloads. People didn't know how to use it. They didn't know how to mm-hmm. really do invitations, how to do all that, and you know that that brings up something that I was thinking about when we were about to go into quarantine and all these businesses were just you know trying to get people to work from home. Uh, in the industry that I work in, it was just just get anything out there we were even letting people use their own laptops which is to me is a security concern because that's not any type of machine or any laptop we don't have any control over it Mm -hmm. so that's i mean it's with everything that happened there was a lot of loopholes and security holes that are out there and it's who knows what's going to happen but yeah zoom was it's crazy zoom was one of them so yeah. yeah. So so for for anyone that doesn't know what pretty much what people were doing is that they were just jumping into Zoom meetings that didn't have uh, like a security uh, password set in place. Um, and it was kind of just like a random thing where you can just jump into a person's random Zoom meeting that's going on. And it could be a business one for all you know. And, you know, they just kind of jump in there, get on camera, maybe do some wild stuff. Who knows? Um, But, you know, they had a lot of security uh, uh, concerns because of that. And, you know, they were in the news because of that as well. They caught a lot of heat. So so Um, did did they ever say, though, like how it was happening? Were they just randomizing the the links? Because, I mean, I know in our Google Meet meeting that we did right now, it's just it's a link at the end, which is some randomized characters. I wonder how they were actually doing that. Well, uh, yeah, that's exactly how they probably did it. I mean, there's more of a chance that you can get some you can hit. A random key because there's so many users it's probably more difficult yeah i don't know Maybe. if the keys were just like in just normal sequential order where it was really easy to just type in a number if it doesn't work you just go to the next one <laughs> and then that's yeah. how people were just doing it uh but apparently it wasn't difficult i mean obviously nothing i've ever tried but it's it wasn't difficult to do from what i've read where you know people can just kind of just kind of jump in it's crazy well, how many different combinations of, of the keys are there versus how many active right. sessions are there at yeah. one time? Because I know, like, for example, right now, you know, we're using uh, Google Meet. And, you know, when I sent the invite out to you guys, you know, it has a, a, a random key at the end of the meeting code. That's numbers yep. and letters. <clears throat> and, you know, it's not something that's sequential. That's very easy for anyone to just figure out. Um, and on top of that, too, even if someone did figure it out. Uh, when someone joins the call, it asks me to approve them to get in the call. So that's another another layer of um, of security that that this particular platform has. Where if I send out an invite just out to the world, you can't just click on it and join. You still have to request to come in, and then I say yes, you can come in. I know that person. So yep. even if by some happenstance someone guessed the the super random security code that was at the end of the meeting they still wouldn't be able to just jump in willy-nilly without any kind of, you know, anyone saying yes or no. So at or, least you got that built in as well. Or it could have been just on the inside, somebody in Zoom, and there's some type of, like, lobby room where people just see all the meetings going on and we're just having fun. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So anyway, um, I'm sure they've uh, they've they've done some changes since then to 
to get that figured out. I believe they're they're even currently uh, acquiring some security company, if I if I remember correctly. Um, I'd have to fact check myself on that, but I know they were they were in the in the works with uh, acquiring some kind of security company that's going to help them get better secure better digital security in their uh, in the in their service that they're offering. Um, and more uh, to be honest, it's something like that. I can see that being just more of like a of like a, a like an exposure thing, like uh, like hey everyone, we're we're taking it seriously. Don't worry, because I'm sure they already had security parameters in place. But they probably want to get give the general public uh, a little bit more of a security blanket and say, "Hey, we we fixed it. You can still come back and use Zoom." Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So. I mean, it's and then it's a publicly traded company, so it's you know they have mm-hmm, they have sure. exposure and yeah. Hopefully they hopefully Absolutely. they'll get it fixed. Oh, I'm sure they will. I, I, like I said, I'm sure they already had things to fix it. The acquisition of the security firm that they're looking at. Is probably just to make everyone feel warm and cozy and comfortable with using it again in the future, right? But yeah, like I said, we I, I use it at work for externals. You know that it's the only way because it's hard to bring an external person in to our secure bubble. And you know, Danny, I'm sure you see the same thing where you know mm-hmm. everything that you do is pretty much locked down from your company's IT department, and you can't oh, yeah. really get in very easily. So <laughs> um, no, you no. know, Zoom is is a good way to do that. Uh, but I, we've also seen that Google Meet is uh, is pretty good with that as well, where we can send that out externally. And again, as long as they are officially on that invite, especially if they use G Suite, uh, they can actually jump in no problem. If they're not, then they can just request and we hit accept and they can jump in the call. So uh, it's uh, it's not bad with Google Meet. I like it a lot. So besides that, man, what else have people been doing? I'm, I'm assuming there's been a lot of streaming going on. You guys watching anything? Um. I did a little bit of watching at the beginning of the quarantine. Um, mm-hmm. nothing, nothing too serious. I, I'm a, you know me. I don't really <laughs> get too much into TV shows until they're Even done. And lockdown, I like to binge man? watch them. Nah. I mean, I've been yeah, enjoying the, really? uh, the Last Dance. Yeah, that's, that's been dope. Going Last Dance right has been so awesome. There's only two more episodes. There's only two more, right? Episodes of that Yeah, one? this Sunday. As of today, yeah. As of today, yeah. we got two episodes left, This which is tomorrow. Today is Saturday. Um, so tomorrow, we're the last two episodes. That's been awesome. That's been a really, well, really good series. And you see the impact, though, of the quarantine that ESPN had to push it up. Because it exactly. wasn't due to come out until, I think, around this sometime this month. So they yeah. had to push it up because there's obviously no sports. They, they're not getting any revenue. They, they had to do something. But, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. that was that's part of what's going on in the quarantine, that a lot of things are getting pushed up. Yeah, yeah I mean... If you, if your whole thing is live sports and there are none currently, I mean, you know, ESPN for everyone that doesn't know, ESPN is owned by Disney and Disney's all about their money. So they're like, hey, Correct. let's move that up because we need people to watch something. <laughs> so. But it, it's only an ESPN here in the States. It's outside of the States. It's a Netflix. It's a Netflix special. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it's on net. It, is it on Netflix already in other parts of the world? Because I know that that I don't be, know. Yeah, I know it's going to be on Netflix here in the States. I believe in July, I want to say maybe June, because it is going to be on Netflix. But as of right now, today, it's only on ESPN. Uh, but I'd be curious to find out if it's on Netflix already in other parts of the world. Right. Yeah. So they can watch sure it live or, or watch it as it comes out or, or whatever. But um, but yeah, it's going to be on Netflix either in June or July. So even if you're out there, you don't have ESPN and you do want to watch this um, and you do have Netflix, uh, you, you'll be able to check it out 
uh, in the next couple of months. Highly recommend it. It's super good. I'm, I'm having a good time with that one. Yeah, we're not biased, though, because we're from Chicago, though, either. Yeah, yeah, we're not biased because it's Michael Jordan in the 90s from Chicago, which was when, when we grew up, you know. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Um, but honestly, even if you're not into sports in general, it's a very good story, I think. It's pretty, it's pretty dope. Have you seen it, Danny? Oh, yeah, I've been watching it. I've been keeping up with it. It's um, awesome. Yeah, I'm on, I'm caught up. I think there's two more episodes tomorrow. I think the last two are tomorrow, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, tomorrow. <clears throat> so, Danny, you're the you're the family man here. What have you been watching at home with uh, with the kids and all that? What, what do you got going on it's in terms of like streaming services or in, any favorites or anything like that? A lot of Dis- uh, Disney, Netflix, yeah. um, and Amazon. Well, I have Amazon Prime as well. So, and regular network television. Really? But, uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah a lot of the shows i watch are on network television as well that's what's up yeah there's a few um, there's a few good ones uh, i know uh, there's a couple of uh, amc shows that uh, i'm just starting to get into right now um amc just did a uh what is it it's a i don't know if you guys have ever seen this but it's an old 80s uh horror movie two of them it's called creep show it was creep show one creep show two. Oh yeah remember, I remember do you remember those, those? yes they were like they're, yep. they're like written written by stephen king and i think it was like uh, george uh, george romero is the director for those Yes. And the, yeah, they're like, it's like one movie with three short stories in it. And um, so AMC is doing a uh, a TV show that's based off of that. So it's uh, each episode, I think, is like two, two short stories. So each hour long episode is two short stories. Um, and it's all horror, horror themed and all that. So uh, I'm about to get into that and check it out. It looks like it's pretty dope. So it was let me. I'm trying to remember back. Creep Show is that things for the ride, lady? Yeah, remember the okay. Creep Show two had one of the one of the movie one of the little short stories was called the Hitchhiker. Yeah, and it I was the, some one. lady. Yeah, some lady runs over this hitchhiker and he somehow like comes back to life. No, sorry if there's any spoilers, but this is like from the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's that. That's exactly the one you're, that that you're referring to. Okay, so did they um, remake that or no? it's 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 remade off of that same idea it's not the okay. same stories it's just you know they took the creep show brand and the whole you know every episode is is a different story you know kind of like a twilight zone kind of thing but horror horror themed um and um yeah i haven't watched it yet but i saw that it was on there just like two episodes out as of today um and i'll definitely be checking that out it looks it looks pretty fun okay maybe that's maybe that's something i'll take a peek at yeah uh but there was a, a survey that was put out by uh, highspeedinternet.com. They had a survey about, uh, is there a better streaming service than Netflix? Is, 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 is anyone else, you know, or what are most people using for their streaming service, especially during this time right now? And according to them, 47% of all people are still using, uh, or net, said that Netflix is their main streaming service, followed by 14% with Amazon Prime, which I would assume would have been higher because like everyone has Amazon Prime and it just comes with your Prime service, right? That's kind of I thought that would be a little bit higher. Right. Uh, and then Disney Plus comes in at thirteen percent and Hulu with thirteen point six percent, which by the way both are Disney, so I guess their market share yeah. is a little bit higher. Um, but do you guys agree with this? You think this is this is accurate that forty seven percent would choose Netflix over anything? Oh else? yes, yeah, only because. The name recognition. I mean, mm-hmm. Netflix is now it's no longer it's it's no longer a brand. It's like Band Aid. Band Aid's a brand, but it's not. It's actually not 
the item. Netflix, right. I feel like, is now the name. Ho- you know, when you think of streaming, you say Netflix. Yeah. And um, nobody it's says just oh, the I'm name gonna go. Nobody says I'm gonna go prime something. Yeah. Exactly. Right. right. Yeah. So, it, it, that's have you the Netflix anything? Have you yeah, Netflix the first anything? Question, you 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 uh you refer a show to someone. You're like, is it on Netflix? That's like their first question. Exactly. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> everyone has. Or it. not. Right, not what streaming service is it on? Is it on Netflix? Exactly. No? You think okay. that would be that would be more of a of like, oh yeah, well you know what's that on? You know, I know me personally, I ask that just just because that's just me. I have like every streaming service, but most people are going to be like, yeah, it's it's Netflix. You know, is it on Netflix? That's going to be their first question. And how do these percentages rank against market share? I mean, I mean, there's something to say with the number of your your respondents that the majority of the individuals are on Netflix. Well, their preference is going to be whatever they're right on. Yeah, I, I would um, imagine that oh, as a whole, it, this this sample size would, you know, would would line up pretty close to you know yeah. the, if you if you if you actually had the data on every single person that's got a streaming service, the this percentage would probably. probably be pretty close. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious as to see how it. I mean that that this is a snapshot in time, but I wonder you know with, you know Hulu or Disney. Disney mm-hmm. just came out, so I'm wondering how how rapidly it's growing. But then again, a lot of it is overlap. I mean, sure. It's not so much, you know, it's not, you can have like me, I have one of each. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm in every category, but my preference is, is, um, well, I think it goes down to two also is user, the user, how the user interacts with it for, cause for me personally, I prefer the Netflix interface over the prime interface. Cause I can find things on Netflix much easier than I can yeah. on the prime interface. So people yeah, might have I'm both. Not a fan of Prime. Yeah, I mean, people might have both and just prefer Netflix because it's more, the interface is more friendly. It's more easier to use. Mm-hmm. Um, the Disney Plus interface is pretty easy to use too. But you know, it's they, almost like Netflix to be honest. I, yeah. they, they, I think they probably took that same design language and said, "Hey, people like this. Let's keep it close yeah. because we don't want because like you said, Amazon Prime. I love their content. They got some good stuff on there, but I don't like the way." the whole the way the way it flows i really don't like it either so i'm with it's yeah. hard to find something and and mm-hmm. and while i was you know while we've been on quarantine and i've been wanting to watch stuff to find there's an actual website just watch.com oh yeah i use if that you, if you mm-hmm. in, input a title it tells you everything what streaming service it's on if it's you know if it's free or if you have to pay for it so exactly so going back to the uh, the the point that Danny made about overlap, <clears throat> looking at the same survey, uh, one service isn't enough. Fifty seven percent of all people uh, pay for at least two streaming services. I know for me that that's definitely true because I have them all. I think I have Netflix, I have Amazon, I have Hulu, I have HBO. I don't know. What, what do you guys? You guys have just one, or what do you guys have? I have. Netflix. I have. Um, Go ahead, Danny. Yeah. No, go ahead. You go first. Um, Netflix, obviously Prime, Hulu, uh, and I shared Disney. I forgot Plus. about Prime. I got that too. Yeah. yeah, and I shared Disney Plus with... and Disney Plus. Damn, I forgot Disney Plus. I have that one too. But, but I mean, how how true can that be though? Because I mean, you obviously share some of that with your family, and I share some of that with my family. So I mean, how can that? Yeah. What are the What are the real numbers, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's 57%. I would say that number's probably higher. Um, at least more than 57% are using two services, whether they're paying for it or not. So I, I'm sure that number is skewed for sure. Yeah. 
but uh, but yeah, so most the majority have more than one service, and and I think that that makes more sense. Danny, what do you have? Um, Netflix, uh, Disney, Hulu, Amazon Prime. It's my regular television cable. Mm-hmm. Um, but for streaming, and then soon to be HBO Max next week or in two weeks. Yep. So I already pay for HBO myself, and um, so I'm going to automatically be converted over to HBO Max, which I'm actually really excited about. HBO Max seems to have a lot of awesome content on it, um, so I'm, I'm definitely excited to try that out and see what they're going to have, especially with all the DC stuff. There's like all the DC stuff is going to be in there. Um, I believe all the Harry Potter stuff is going to be in there. So, so a lot of guys, good stuff in there. Do you, do you guys think that <coughs> HBO Max and uh, Peacock are going to? not do as well because they weren't able to get in the get in during quarantine because i mean what netflix with the subscriber base for netflix you know doubling more than what they expected it to i mean it like what does that where does that leave hbo max and the peacock it, network it, it all has to do with content also it's not like you're, mm-hmm. you're you're competing against the same content and just now it becomes price and delivery now it's content i mean if you're a person yeah. who prefers Warner Brother um, produced um, content, then yeah, but the market right now, you- but the market becomes very fragmented with all that, though, you know. Right, and that's why that's why the redundancy as far as streaming services because you're gonna have people who don't have everything on one network, on one streaming service. So they want they want Disney because you're not gonna get Disney Disney content on your HBO Max, and you're not gonna get it on your well, some of it some of it's overlap on Netflix, right? But that's supposed to change as well. Mm-hmm. Um, once their once their existing agreements run out, that, that's going to change as well for sure. Right. I I think just having these multiple services, all that's going to do is that's going to that's going to promote price drops and yeah. more you know yeah. more promotions because it is going to it is going to impact your your traditional cable subscribers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's a good point you bring up uh, with content uh, because again back <clears throat> back to the same survey, content is king. Seventy five percent of respondents chose based on the content. So <clears throat> if they feel that Netflix has more content for them, then that's why they're going with it. Uh, when, you, when you look at something like HBO Max, you're essentially getting all of Warner Brothers library, and that's a lot of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of stuff is in there. TV shows, movies, plus, uh, you know, obviously, you know, I don't know if H- going with HBO Max is a good branding thing because people might assume it's just HBO, HBO stuff. Right. But, you know, people that know obviously, <clears throat> obviously know that it's way more. Um, Peacock, I don't I don't see Peacock doing really anything big, kind of like the way the CBS All Access went. I don't think that it's going to really do anything, to be honest, um, because it's a little bit more specific. It's but, universal, right? Yes, I believe it's universal. Uh, which they also have a lot of stuff too. Don't get me wrong; they got tons of stuff. But I don't think they can compete with the library that Warner has with HBO Max. And you know, it's going to touch a bunch of stuff. It's going to have family stuff. It's going to have all the DC stuff, including all their animated stuff, which is really, really good. Um, so I don't know, man. There's a there's a lot of stuff in there. Again, I, I already paid for HBO uh, HBO Go, so I'm automatically converting to HBO Max. So I'm excited to try it out when it comes out. Um, but Back to content, one of the main reasons why I personally would never get rid of Netflix is because it's them and Disney Plus now are the only two services that I know of that offer content in Dolby Vision and Dolby Atmos. Uh, and like I'm a big AV nerd, so like if you have 
the hardware at home and your home theater set up to to enjoy Dolby Vision HDR and Dolby Atmos sound. I mean, that's the best viewing experience at home. You can't I mean, the only other place you can get that is inside of a movie theater, which mm-hmm. right now <laughs> doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> movie theaters are closed down right now. Yeah. But because of that, th- that the not just the content in terms of the of the titles, but the content as far as the quality of it being delivered. Because no one else does 4K HDR except for uh, Netflix, D- Disney Plus, uh, Amazon does some as well. Hulu doesn't. I think their originals might be in in HDR. I'm not sure about that, but the majority of their content is not in 4K, and they don't have the high quality sound system either. Um, to me, that 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 plays a, a big role in in the content because it's also not just the, the the titles themselves, but also how you watch them and how you enjoy them. And to me, I mean, having Dolby Atmos is very immersive. If you ever listen to Dolby Atmos anywhere, either in a movie theater or whatever, um, it really does bring you into what you're watching. And I, I enjoy that a lot. And for that reason alone, I would never get rid of Netflix because they're one of the few that give you that high quality content from an audio video perspective. And a lot of the reason why you're able to appreciate or use that, that, that I don't want to say feature, but that ability or add-on for Netflix is because of your your, your broadband provider or your broadband mm-hmm. speed. Oh, yeah. I mean, so I think a lot of these preferences are also going to, could be related to what kind of broadband experience are you, do you have at home? Are you, you know, if you're, if you're just a person who's using your, your tablet or your phone to watch to stream your, your movies, they're they're not gonna they're not gonna consider. So that, that I think that that's gonna be important too. Is what is your broadband experience? Um, yours 100%. is yeah, yours is fiber. So you get you get to you get to to appreciate that. Um, you know. So I think a lot of part two of this type of and I guess it's just this was just a quick survey just to see what's going on during during this lockdown, right? But it's almost like you need this. What's your preference? And also, what is your speed? What is the device and speed you're you're streaming on, um, to kind of see there's a correlation between, okay, well I you know I don't get the great speeds, so, and and I don't know I'm just thinking that's that also plays a big mm-hmm. role. So it does it does. So can we say that with everything that's going on with quarantine, with streaming, meetings at home, learning at home, that the caps on bandwidth are just a bunch of garbage. Oh yeah, of course, and you know you, you you can get into that rabbit hole. You can fall down that rabbit hole, you know, and, and tumble forever. Um, of course, I mean ISPs are are just about their their money and their profit, so that's why they put caps on stuff. You know, like even me, for example, through my uh, provider, you know, I only have un- I I don't have a, a, a data cap on mine, just because I pay for the the highest one they have, which is gigabit fiber internet. <clears throat> Anything below that, you have a, a cap. Uh, I think it's and, I, and don't get me wrong. The cap's a lot. I mean, the cap is like a terabyte a month. But for someone like myself specifically, like I have four security cameras around my house and those security cameras stream and record 24 seven. So just from my cameras alone, without me even doing anything else, you know, I use probably a good maybe 900 gigabytes a month from just my camera feeds because they're constantly running at all times. Yeah. So, you know, I would need an unlimited data cap just for my security alone, not even doing streaming or anything else. 
Um, but you know, again, for me, it's the only reason I have I don't have a data cap is because I, I do pay for the highest one that they offer. Right. <laughs> if it wasn't for that, I would have a data cap. And I want to say it's a terabyte, which again, for most people, probably more than enough. Oh, yeah. But for you know someone that's a little bit of a prosumer, or maybe even if you just have a, a big household with six, seven people in it, and all of them watch stuff, you're gonna blow through a terabyte no problem. I mean, it's it's easy yeah. with all the streaming; everything's very high quality these days. So I mean, I, I think, but on top of that though, too, I think the the infrastructure in America is a lot better. Because going back on your point about streaming through Netflix with those features with high quality stuff and everything like that. I know there was a report out coming out of Europe that Netflix was asked to lower their bandwidth because mm-hmm. the infrastructure just cannot handle the, the, the load, you know. Right. I believe even YouTube did that, too, where you can you can change it to high quality. But by default, YouTube was setting their their video streams to like I think it was 480p by you. Just if you just click a video, it's going to automatically load at that resolution yeah. and you can manually change it. But they were just kind of banking on people not manually changing it. Yep. Um, because, again, if you're watching it on your phone, I mean, 480p <clears throat> is probably fine. You're not going to notice it. The majority of people wouldn't notice the difference between a 1080p stream and, you know, 4K Dolby Vision. Right? Like, right. either that or they wouldn't really care. As yeah. long as it looks good enough or it's not, like, pixelated or anything like that, they probably don't care. I think that's more of a niche thing if you're into AV and uh, you're, you'll you'll notice stuff like that. So, you know, for someone like myself, I notice it and it's the reason that I'll stay with it because they're going to continue to offer that high quality content. So I guess it's safe to say that if you were in Europe, you'd be losing your mind right now and not being able to watch HD. <laughs> it depends. I mean, I mean, from if you look at averages, you know, the United States is not very high up on the list of average data speeds. Right. Yeah. There's lots of places that have way faster Internet than us, Um, especially if you, you know, somewhere like 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 uh, like South Korea, for example, they have ridiculous Internet for way cheap, like so cheap compared to what we pay here. So it really depends on what part of the world you're in. Um, But, yeah, we're we're kind of middle of the pack in in terms of um, of price to performance, uh, what kind of speeds you get versus what you're paying for those speeds. Um, So it really does. It really does depend. And uh, for me, it's totally worth it to pay for that extra high speed with no data caps and all that, just because I do use a lot. I do consume a lot. And like I said, it's not just consuming digital media. It's my security stuff, everything else. And then everything else is just on top. Working from home now, streaming more often, gaming more often, because that's another thing, too, for me with having fiber Internet is the, the, the very low latency. And that make that plays a big difference when you're playing when you're gaming. The fact that if you have a fiber connection, your speed is exactly the same in both directions, upload and download. Whereas if you have a copper connection, you know, even if you have gigabit Internet, your upload speed is nowhere near that because copper just does the copper Internet doesn't work that way. But fiber does you get it's you know, it goes the exact same direction, same speed up and down. So it's it's a big benefit. Um, But as far as the subscribers go, I mean. You mentioned it earlier, Juan, how Netflix had doubled what they expected to grow during this time. They had projected 7.2 million new subscribers, um, and they actually came in at almost 16 million new subscribers recently during the lockdown. And they're not the only ones that had big growth. 
Uh, Disney had pretty much doubled their base, and they're currently sitting at around 50 million subscribers now, which is crazy high for a, a brand new service. And, you know, for, for Disney, again, I mean, for families staying at home, I, I have to imagine that's that's pretty invaluable to have the entire Disney library at your fingertips if you have kids at home and things like that. Um, but yeah, everyone's had a pretty exponential growth. Uh, one thing that I found interesting, though, is that Disney Plus, um, I forgot what article it was that I read, but they were the number one subscriber, uh, the number one service for brand new subscribers. So even though Netflix had the most growth overall, mm-hmm. for people that didn't have a streaming service and were looking to get one, the majority, I, I, I want to say it was like 30% of them, which was a, a, the, the the lion's share, uh, chose Disney Plus so, over anything else. So the Disney Plus, those Disney Plus numbers, no, I wonder what what those reflect, though, because isn't there a carrier that was providing that free for a year? Yeah, so they have a deal um, with uh, one of the carriers here in the States that where if, if you sign up for, you know, for their their phone service, you get Disney Plus for a year. Yeah. Um, so when, so, so I would imagine that that obviously helps. Yeah. Yeah, I think it does. I think it does. Um, but the fact that they still doubled their mar- their uh, their subscriber base during this lockdown also tells me that that's real people outside of that promotion yeah. going to sign up for it. So that's still a lot. I mean, and, and and the- to be at 50 million... Disney Plus fast. launched what in October? Yeah. <sighs> no. Yeah, it was, was it? Was yeah, it I think it was October. Yeah, yeah, that's when the Mandalorian came out. Yeah. Yeah, that's it? right. Yep. That's so right. it was October. So. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, you know, Disney has a lot of content as well, and that's you know, like you said earlier, content is king. So. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mean, their library is obviously extensive when it comes to all of the all the Marvel stuff, all the Star Wars stuff, plus all Disney animated. I mean, not to mention all the Fox stuff too. You have Simpsons in there. You got to see so yeah. much stuff in there. So there's a lot. There's a lot in there. But I can see why they they doubled up so quick. You know, coming from you know household families, I can see that happening where everyone's on lockdown. Like, oh man, we need some Disney content. So yeah, they can't watch. They can't watch the uh, what's the Netflix show? Lion King, or what is it called? Which one? The the show on Netflix that's all the rave about the tiger oh Tiger King oh the Tiger Tiger, tiger King, King yeah. yeah I don't think you know that's a family friendly show or anything <laughs> definitely not family friendly I don't know if you guys have seen that I haven't watched it yet but um, I believe it's I don't think it'd be family oriented so it's it's not it, it's actually pretty interesting it's just kind of wild it just kind of shows how crazy people are. and obviously it's a TV show it's meant to be entertaining yeah um, but it's it's pretty wild stuff uh, I, I enjoyed it it was it was a, it was a good little ride. Um, so, but yeah, man, there was a, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. So, I mean, how, how much, since you've been at home a lot, or since we've all been home a lot, how much have you been streaming pretty much, do you think, throughout mm. the, the day or the week? I, you know, I got to be honest, for me, I don't think it's really changed all that much because the regular day is still working from home. So that portion of the day is still relatively the same, give or take, minus I just don't leave the house. But, you know, from the time that I'm working, um, I am, you know, I am pretty tied up, you know, and just, you know, doing calls and doing other stuff. So the evening watching has been about the same, especially because, you know, because because Brittany, you know, my girlfriend, Brittany, she's she still has to go to work Mm -hmm. and we typically watch stuff together. 
So because she's still, because she's an essential worker, because she still has to go out and work every day or most of the days, um, we still watch stuff around the same times that we normally would have anyway, which is typically in the evening after work. You know, we, you know, we'll make some food and we'll, and we'll watch, you know, whatever we're, we're currently watching right now. But so for me, I wouldn't say that it's actually gone up than normal because the times that I do watch, it's, uh, it's still about the same. The only thing that maybe has gone up for me is I watch more YouTube. <laughs> like I watch a lot of YouTube, mm-hmm. but other than that, I mean, it's as far as like binging shows and stuff like that, it's been about the same. You know, right now we're binging uh, Castlevania, which is an anime show on Netflix uh, about Dracula. It's actually really good. Is so we're currently based, watching is that, based that off right the now. game. Uh, no, no, no. It's it's uh, it's it's uh, well, I don't know. It was the original Castlevania video game about Dracula. It was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because this is about Dracula too. I don't know if it's about the game specifically. What's but the name? It of, is what's, about the name what's the is the, the character's name Simon? No, no, no. The oh. the main characters are um, someone. Um, uh, what's this guy? Trevor is one of the main characters. Trevor Belmont, um, and then you have yeah Simon um, Bel- Simon Belmont was I think si- hold on I think Simon yeah because the Belmont fa- the Belmont family are the people that hunt uh, vampires. Yeah, so it, it's probably and, based um, off of the game <clears throat> somewhat. It or, might be, or based off of the original storyline, which might be very the, similar to to the old school game back in the day. But uh, it's really good. It's about Dracula. And uh, just to give you a, a high level of the story, um, Dracula gets married to uh, a human and she she's like a doctor. And then the humans end up killing her because they think she's a witch. And so Dracula goes wild and he loses all hope in humanity and he wants to kill everyone. And his son tries to stop him. And, and so does uh, the other guy, Trevor Belmont. It's, it's a really good show. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Trevor- so we, we've been watching that. Okay, I gotta check that out. It's really good. The first episode, the first season's really short. It's only like four episodes, and then episode uh, seasons two and three are about eight and ten apiece. So, um, and each episode's like twenty five minutes. So it's really short, but it's good. It's 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 animated, but it's definitely very adult, super gory, and you know adult language and all that stuff. So, what about uh, Quibi? Have you been watching a lot of Quibi? <clears throat> you know, I haven't gotten into Quibi. I signed up for their 90 days free that they had. They have a little promo going on last month, and I signed up for it. And I'm waiting for them to update their app where it'll allow you to watch their content on TV because their whole thing was mobile first, right? They wanted you right. to watch it on the go. It's like 10 minute episodes, which I think is a good idea. But I don't watch content on my phone, I just don't like doing that. I'd rather watch it on the couch on my TV. And so they're rolling out an update for their for their iOS app where it'll let you do that. Um, so I'll probably check out some of their shows once they do that because I'm not going to sit and stare at my phone and watch a show. That's just I personally just don't do that. Even on an iPad, I wouldn't do that. I'd rather just save it and watch it on a big screen if I can. And Quibi is what the tw- ten minute clips of shows, I believe. Right. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be this mobile first thing, and they have some pretty good content. I mean, they got. They have real production behind the shows that they have. So is it? Um, and the fact that it was, you know, it was it was supposed to be a mobile only thing. I was kind of surprised at the quality of the content that they were providing. So is it shows that they're developing, or is it shows that are have already? It's their out? own shows. It's all okay. it's all all original stuff. Yeah, okay. all original stuff. 
Um, and yeah, like I said, quality wise, it looks great, but I don't want to watch stuff on my phone. I mean, that's just me personally. I know, I know some people will sit and watch Netflix on their phones and stuff like that. I don't, I don't like it. Yeah. I mean, for me, I streaming, I haven't really, I mean, I, I've been basically watching reruns. I ain't going to lie. A lot of people do. Yeah. What was the, um, there was a, so there's a, an article that came out from uh, the New York post, uh, that talks about. You know how Americans are streaming eight hours a day during lockdown on average, which is a lot. It's that's like, a, yeah, it's that's like a lot. Now, now, now everyone's full time job is just streaming. That's crazy. But in that same article, they talk about a uh, survey. Let me see if I can find it here. They talk about a survey that they did for uh, for Tubi. I don't know if you guys know what Tubi is. Tubi is like a, a free streaming yeah, service that's ad supported. Yeah. Uh, which is interesting because Fox just bought them, and I thought that was interesting. I'm like, like Fox Corp, like the ad, like post Disney purchase Fox, like Fox News, like that corporation. Yep. For some reason, they bought this streaming service, so they still want to be in some kind of streaming service game. So they purchased Tubi. It was like four hundred million dollars they paid for it, or something like that. But uh, a survey that was done on their behalf showed that fifty six percent of Americans. Rewatch a show instead of starting something new, which I thought was I thought was pretty interesting. So to your point, what you just mentioned, yeah, is that sometimes people just kind of want to watch what's familiar, I guess, I th- to pass well, the that, time. That's I think that's more psychological because mm-hmm. with everything that's going on, there's a lot of unknown. So I think people and like myself, you know, we we want to watch something that we're familiar with and gets us comfortable. So that's that's probably what plays into into something like that. Yeah, so it's like a comfort thing. Yeah. It's like um. You know, I want to unwind with something I'm familiar with. Yeah, because if you watch something new, you know, you got everything going on in the background with what's going on in the world. It's, you know, some people just like to rewatch shows and, you know, that's me. Mm-hmm. I feel you. And I know I've done the same thing, too. You know, sometimes you'll you'll street you'll uh, search on, um, you know, on Netflix for something to watch. And then you end up just landing on something you've already seen. I'm yeah. sure everyone's done that uh, a lot. So, yeah. Um, but it was it was kind of funny there. Even in that same survey, uh, they you know, they, they talked about how the majority of people will frequently rewatch instead of watching something new. Um, but that it kind of leads to people feeling out of the loop when others are talking about uh, new shows. And it said that a third of the people admitted to lying about seeing a show. So like if they're talking about, <laughs> you know, Tiger King in a in a conversation with their friends they may not have seen it but they're like oh yeah i've, I've totally seen that and they haven't so. <laughs> but uh, how can you lie though it's like then you somebody starts talking like, about gonna it quiz you right yeah like <laughs> you know you're gonna get questioned like why why lie to be like no nah, i haven't watched I don't know. it yet i guess you can bullshit your way through it i don't know what do you think danny you think you could probably just be vague enough to be like oh yeah i've seen enough memes to know what the show's about <laughs> yeah probably yeah and no one's and no one's really gonna question you because there's, a, right. there's, a, there's probably a better chance you did see it than not because it's not like it's not going to be yeah they're not going to grill you about it like oh yeah well what, what was episode three about like they're not going to quiz you yeah I so mean, I, I can see people lying about it especially a show that famous right you know like like mm-hmm. I think I I think more people would be shocked if you said you haven't seen like um, Game of Thrones or something 
But right, and I think that's the other thing too. People lying is it's like ridicule. It's like, what do you mean you haven't seen Tiger right. King or, or like Juan over here still hasn't seen Game of Thrones? He's crazy. Well, well, I haven't. Yeah, seen you know, I give him shit about it constantly. Yeah, but Tiger King, I think I've, I've I don't even need to watch it because all the memes that I've gotten in a group chat that I'm you, in, yeah, I, you know I, enough I don't need to watch about it, it yeah. right? Yeah, what was it Carol Baskins? You know what? <laughs> yeah, everyone knows that Carol Baskins killed her husband. Yeah. Come on, everyone knows that. So why sure. watch? You the don't show. even need to watch the show exactly. to know that. Exactly. Exactly. Good point. Game of Thrones. One day I'll watch it. Yeah, listen, I don't care what anyone says about Game of Thrones. I know that not everyone was happy with the ending. Still the best show on TV ever. And you can fight me on that if you want. No, I'll have to fight you. Breaking Bad is mine. And maybe once I watch Game of Thrones, well, I'll change my Well, that's because you mind. haven't seen Game of Thrones. Because I, I said the same thing. Sons of Anarchy. Sons of, you know, Sons of Anarchy is not bad. I thought it should have ended at season five. They, they kind of dragged it out too long. But that was a good show overall. I had a good time with that. But but I'm with you there. I, um, Breaking Bad, Breaking Bad was great. Dexter is amazing. That was a great show. Um, I never. W- that's one good thing too that people are watching old stuff that they've never seen. Like people watching like The Wire mm-hmm. and you know shows that are like super great from back in the day. They're like, have you ever seen this show? I'm like, yeah, ten years, fifteen years ago. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, those are good ones. Well, yeah, but you know, think, people rewatching th- Sopranos. But think about and, all, you know, the, all, that all stuff. the. People that you know weren't able to watch it now they're starting to watch it. You know, a lot of generations yeah, are going to start had, watching all these shows, and not everyone had HBO back in the day, right? It wasn't like a you know back then you had to have it tied to a cable subscription, right? And all that. It wasn't like you can just sign up for streaming now. Um, you know, it, so it was totally a different landscape back then. So I can see how tons of younger people now have never seen The Wire, or and that it, show stands the test of time, and that's a fantastic show. I love that show. Or like this, you know, like to uh, your point, the Sopranos. If uh, the Sopranos, yeah, Sopranos, same thing. If that were to come out now, but I'm saying if, well, actually, if we had streaming back then, I think Sopranos would have been huge, bigger than what it was. I mean, it was already a huge following back then. Like to your point, where not everyone had HBO. Imagine now, something like that. I guess that was. I guess Sopranos was the Game of Thrones of 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 the late nineties. Yeah, man. Early 2000s, think about that. Early 2000s. Think about think about how limited the reach of HBO was back then because you like I said you needed a, a cable service to go along with it it's not like you can just stream it or even even back then you couldn't torrent it and like you know pirate it or anything that's not that wasn't a thing back then no you had, you either, had to watch it yeah you had, you had to, to watch, watch it on TV or, or wait till the season came out on DVD exactly then you go buy the physical media yeah. <laughs> but or rent you it. know the good think old about the Think about how limited the reach was and still how popular that show was. So shows like Sopranos, The Wire. And it's a really good point. Don't forget the other one with um, Entourage. Did you watch Entourage or no? Oh, man, I loved Entourage. Yeah, yep. that's also one of my that's like top five for me just because it was it's such a funny show. I loved how um, most of the celebrities in that show played themselves. There's like a bunch of cameos all the time. Yeah, because the show is about Hollywood life and all that. It was I really like that. It's it felt ge- obviously I'm not in Hollywood, but it felt genuine. It felt like, yeah, these people are just in there playing themselves, having a good time, and that's kind of what I felt like the show was. Yep. And for that alone, I, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, speaking of Entourage, I believe still to this day that Jeremy Piven's character Ari Gold is probably one of the best characters specific standalone characters like ever like i love that dude and his performance in that show specifically was so great i loved it Didn't it's based show? off it, it's based off of rama Emanuel's brother no i believe so yeah, yeah. because it's uh rama Emanuel's brother Ari Emanuel. the f- former mayor of chicago 
Um, his brother is in is in Hollywood, and the show itself is is kind of loosely based on Mark Wahlberg and his uh, upcoming in Hollywood and all that. Um, but yeah, it is based off of that, which is kind of it's kind of crazy that character Did, is based off of the brother of our former mayor. <laughs> didn't uh, Jeremy Piven post something on Instagram talking about <clears throat> doing a spinoff of the character? I think I saw that on uh, Barstool Sports. You know, that would be awesome if you, I didn't see that. If that's true. That'd be so great. Think about how, you know, Better Call Saul became a show based off of Breaking Bad because that specific character was so lovable. Like, well, let's just give this guy his own show. Yeah. I can see the same thing happening with Ari Gold, and I would totally watch that if they did that. 100%. Oh, yeah. That'd be, that, that would be really good. Yeah. All right, fellas. I think that's going to wrap it up for episode one. How you guys feeling? Good. Yep. Good. Feeling Feeling pretty good. good. Very good. Very good. Oh, yeah. Considering the circumstances that were all remote. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Right. (laughs) We we managed to make it work. That is our show for uh, this week, or at least this episode. You know, uh, stay tuned for uh, for us, and you know, our you know, we're not really sure what our uh, release schedule is going to look like. To be honest with you, so um, you know, again, that's it for this week. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, Please, uh, you know, come in and and check us out again when we uh, post more episodes. There'll be some stuff in the show notes for our social medias. Feel free to go check us out. Um, you know, leave us some comments, some feedback. You know, we it, it, you don't have to be nice about it. Feel free to let us know uh, what you thought, what you liked, what you didn't like, because um, we're still, you know, kind of building this thing. So, uh, feedback is always welcome, positive or negative. We'll take it all. We'll take it all. We 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 won't. We're not sensitive. So, if you got something to say, please feel free to say it. It's okay. Bring it. <laughs> we'll take it. And yeah, and I'll talk to my therapist about it later. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but that's it guys thanks so much for uh, for joining us and we will see you next time thank you for listening human